0: Welcome to the First Cut Podcast, emergency podcast, because the tour just dropped uh, some big news about the Players' Championship. And to break it all down, I've brought in the entire team. We are going four wide on this. Kyle Porter, Mark Immelman, Greg Ducharme, all on the line to talk about this statement that the PGA Tour just released. Gentlemen, I'll get your instant reactions to this. Uh, right out of the gate, but here's the full statement because it's not very long. Uh, It is with regret that we are announcing the cancellation of the Players Championship. We have also decided to cancel all PGA Tour events across all of our tours in the coming weeks through the Valero Texas Open We have pledged from the start to be responsible, thoughtful, and transparent with our decision process. We did everything possible to create a safe environment for our players in order to create the event throughout the weekend. And we were endeavoring, that's a good word, to give our fans a much-needed respite from the current climate. But at this point, and as the situation continues to rapidly change, the right thing to do for our players and our fans is to pause. Mark Immelman, welcome to the show. You are on the scene. What is your initial reaction to this news?
1: Well, I just come back from hotel with my vanilla ice cream and brownie to sit in bed and catch up on some of the show, and uh, all of a sudden you see this release, and my phone starts blowing up. I mean, I was out there with a few of my announced colleagues, Karen Stupples and Mark Wilson, and we were talking about tomorrow, and we talked to the rules, of rules official who was there for dinner, and just sort of recapping the day, and it was all business as usual. There were a few of our camera people in there, and everyone was like, I okay, got time for home because we've got an uh, early call time tomorrow morning in some big groups and I get back at this release and the phone starts blowing up and there's messages going well basically if you need to stop by the television compound tomorrow to find out what's going on you can but we're basically striking down so you can hit the road when you're ready and um, you, you know for me it was sort of shocking but not shocking because I was out there in Torrey Pines and and I'll remember that, that Saturday or Sunday, whatever day it was for a long time when Kobe passed away. And as the news began to filter around the television compound and around the golf course there, and there was an eerie sort of a somber, uh, sort of just a a sad nature and, 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 and atmosphere around the golf course. And this afternoon was very much the same. The galleries were small. I mean, I'm out there with Brooks and Rory and John Rahm, this megawatt grouping, and there was some energy, but it just wasn't what it would normally be like at this event and at any event if those three guys are playing alongside each other. And I caught up with Brooks a little bit during the round, and he, he seemed in good spirits. Rory, on the other hand, was typically Rory. You know, he talked about the course playing different. And then we talked about the, the basketball and the NCAA Final Four getting canceled, and and you could sense the shock in his face. And, and so it was just a different thing out there today, man. And it was weird for, for an event that's normally just a celebration of golf in the PGA Tour. So, so from that point of view, Rick, I, I, I'm not that surprised. Uh, it, it is, uh, I think, in the end, um, after trying to remain fluid with us and trying to do the right thing for all involved, I think the tour made the right decision.
0: Yeah, it it was weird. I kind of knew, you know, we kind of thought the NBA news was coming. The NHL news was coming. And still, as I saw it all, I was still surprised and kind of knowing it was coming. Uh, Kyle Porter, you kind of knew this was coming. I mean, we were talking and we were covering the first round of this uh, just a few hours ago. And you kind of said this, this might be coming down the pike. I mean, you you were kind of ahead of the game here. I thought they were going to power through and try to get through four rounds. But here we are.
2: Yeah, it hit me Around the time the the March Madness stuff came out, and I started to realize, wait a second, like everything's canceled. And when you're when you're an organization like the PGA Tour, it, it's just you're not going to go forward being the only sport, one of two sports. I don't I don't know how many organizations there are left that are conducting events and having games and 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 all this stuff. You're, it's just it, it it's from a PR. It became way less about you know, who was tested, who had it, uh, you know, Greg and I talked about the science behind it and more about like from a public public relations standpoint, is this it, like, w- like, what's the play and the obvious yeah. play was was to cancel it. And I, I just felt like they were kind of backed into a corner. And look, I give them some sympathy because, you know, whenever they made the they had to make a call last night. And at the time, it was just the NBA, right? Everything else was still going. And from the time they started on Thursday morning until the time they ended, everything got canceled. And yeah. so I, I do have a little bit of sympathy for like everybody saying, oh, we should have done this last night. You should have made. Well, OK, there was like one league that had done it. And and if they wanted to be ahead of it, sure, they should have done it last night. And I think you could make that argument pretty clearly and pretty strongly. But, um, you know, in their defense, like. The, the, the PR play it kind of all unfolded on Thursday until the end of the day uh, at the players championship
1: You know what Carl, I hear you but I've got to say this, you know This is not like a basketball game that starts at 7 p.m. Central or uh, or, or a hockey game that starts at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is tea times that run from 7 30 a.m. in the morning So whatever time during the day, so I, I, I hear exactly what you're saying But golf is such a different deal. It's such a different broadcast it It is played on a different arena to every other sport that what was being canceled. Now, am I condoning anything? Absolutely not. But from my point of view, being a part of the production of this huge event, this global event, they played this thing as well as they could have possibly played. The, the press, Jay Monahan had the con- press conference yesterday. They mentioned the plans. He said there is one event that's being suspended. That was Punta Cana and then from then on we're going to go ahead but we are going to be cognizant and vigilant of everything so given tea times and all this sort of stuff and all the logistics i felt like they did this as well as they possibly could
2: no i i, I disagree i don't i don't think they did this as well as they possibly could they they were the last organization to bail they were the last one and even given the opportunity middle of the day on thursday uh, monahan and the pga tour were pressing forward they they were you know, they they did the no fans thing, but they're pressing forward and 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 trying to get the thing done. And it's like, I, I just I, I don't I don't feel like they ever I don't know they, they it just seemed to be more of their hand was for, forced from a PR perspective than uh, an issue of the actual virus. And I thought that was I thought there was a little bit of disappointment in there.
0: Well, let's let's bring in Greg Ducharme on this. Greg, break the tie. How how the tour do?
3: Man, well, this is an extremely difficult situation. I I don't remember anything that has happened this quickly. It's been constant for 48 hours at least now. News has just been coming out one after the next of events being canceled, events being canceled. And to Kyle's point, is this a PR? Are you reacting to PR or are you reacting to the the local situation on the ground? That's the other difference in the game of golf is, you're not necessarily talking about the big cities that you're talking about in the NBA, where the NBA covers the entire nation. The PGA Tour is going one city to one city. So the part of my surprise is that they, they went as far out as they did, canceling all the way up to the Valero Texas Open. Just because you're going to new cities each week, the situation on the ground may be different in each city. Now, I, I feel like, as we've learned now at this point, the, the risk is in people traveling there, so I, I understand that. But m- my point is, this happened so quick. There's there's not a lot of time to make decisions. The thing that surprised me about the PGA Tour was that they allowed fans in today, this morning at all. Um, I'm not surprised that they allowed play. I'm just a little surprised that, that they still had fans out there.
0: So I think this is—I agree with Kyle in a big way about the optics. This and and handing out a 15 million dollar purse on Sunday is the only uh, the only sports organization going on is probably a tough look. But, Mark, I think to me, the the thing that kind of I don't know, the straw that broke the camel's back was Rory McIlroy, who I'll tell you what, this guy has given some mature, thoughtful insight on a lot of topics over the course of the last handful of months. Does his post round interview talks, uh, you know, very high level about about the coronavirus and if if a player or a caddy were to get it and things like that. Do, does someone like Rory with as much clout as he have, does that amp up the pressure on the tour?
1: Of course it does. You know, um, it's a members organization and the executive at the PGA tour and the players board and they all work for the members. That's how it works. It's a it's, it's a it's a nonprofit organization. That, that, that operates at the behest of their members. And so when your number one guy, well, yes, we can argue that Tiger Woods is the number one guy, but Rory is the number one guy right now defending FedEx Cup champion. He's the top dog. When he speaks up, uh, Jay Monahan and company will listen. And and, your, and Rory doesn't make comments on a whim. And to your point, everything is very thoughtful and measured and and honestly, very candid. You know, there's you get the sense with McElroy, especially from my point of view, that there's no ulterior motive ever. You know, he looks at this thing from multiple points of view and then forms his opinion. There's never any rash comments that are made. I think that was Rory past. Rory present is a very mature young man who understands his, his stature within the global game. So, you know, I, I, I'm certain that when McElroy comes out and says something like that, they'll have a listen. And I'm, I'm, I'm certain there were certain golfers that they spoke to during this all too. Um, you you got, to, you got to figure Jim Furyk, um, you know, had to say, you know, the local resident and such. So so. I'm I'm sure there was some involvement of members and certainly their policy board and, and all the other folks involved.
2: You know, Greg and I talked about this earlier. If you scroll down, if you're listening, if you scroll down a couple of podcasts, Greg and I had one a couple, a couple of hours ago. That feels like a couple of months
0: ago, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah. right. But we talked about how, you know, there are a lot of you know, a lot of ways, it was a great week for the PGA tour, right? They, they got to announce this new deal. Uh, you, you know, they kind of give the stiff arm to the, to the premier golf league, but, but I think Mark has a great point. It, it was really kind of a Rory week because in tiger's absence uh, you know, who, who is, who's kind of lauded as like the, the, like winning the press conference. It was Rory early in the week. He kind of owned the entire week. He's kind of owned the entire season, both with how he's played and with what he said uh, from the PGL stuff to, uh, you know, just kind of the leadership, the role that he's taken. And he, and he talked about that. He said, I, I, I feel like I have a commitment to be a leader here. And uh, he owned it up until the very end. I thought his comments after the round were uh, mature. They offered great perspective. Um, he 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 provided a, a ton of leadership. Uh, in ways that you look at a 72 and and that was like the least important thing that he did all week was what he shot on the course. And I think that's, you know, is it the most meaningful thing? I, I don't know, but it, it's certainly meaningful and not uh, it doesn't go unnoticed. I don't think.
0: So, Greg, this uh, what we're looking at right now is obviously the players championship is not going to be finished. And then we are not going to see a Valspar championship, a WGC match play, the uh, alternate event Corrales also out. And Valero Texas Open, so we have stopped short of getting to Augusta. I, I mean, how do? What do you? Th- how does the next couple of weeks go? Obviously, we're we're speculating here in a big way. But what is what does the next couple of weeks look like? You think? Well, I mean, you got to take a look at what the last couple of hours have looked like, and, and the
3: speed at which things have changed. There are reports that this is going to this this virus as a whole is going to uh, exit the world just as quickly as it entered the world. I don't know if that's true. I have no insight into that other than the, just things that I've read. So we're going to have to play this hour by hour. This is a completely um, off the cusp thing. It's completely new for me anyway. I have never seen anything like this where uh, the sporting world is basically canceled for this um, this period of time. It, it's unprecedented to, to me in my world, anyway. So how do you handle it? I, you you play it year by year, you you play it uh, day by day, hour by hour, and you have to see what the other leagues are going to do. I mean, you you got to have to consider here the the Players Championship, the flagship event on the PGA Tour, is is a, a really big deal in our world. In the college athletics world, all of their championships are canceled, right? The NBA has suspended their season these are in every league really major times when uh events are being canceled or suspended and for the pga tour it's no different so we just have to follow suit we have to make sure that everybody is kind of in congruence and we have to make sure that we do everything that we can to stop the spread of the of the actual disease and let everything else kind of come second
0: mark to me you know the the unknown for for touring professionals is probably as bad as it gets, right? I mean, the guys who are coming from other countries now with potential travel bans in place um, or travel restrictions, I should say, Trying to figure out if they should be coming over and hanging out here before Augusta or guys that, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. I guess the world rankings as of as of now are getting into Augusta. Like talk to me about, uh, especially with these international players, Mark, what what they might be doing over the next three weeks with all of the unknown that we have in in the game right now.
1: Well, it's crazy. I mean, I had this conversation with Karen Stupples, who's British um, women's open, former women's open champion. Um, I'm South African by birth, now an American citizen, and we were talking about, okay, we're doing a break today. So for the guys from the continental Europe, how do they get over here? And she was sort of prognosticating, well, you can jump on the ferry and travel under the canal, and then catch a flight from the UK because you can still travel from there. So folks were starting to think from that point of view. And then guys like Bern Wieseberger for argument's sakes who is in the Masters, and then Francesco Molinari made a good point. He's like. I live in London, I work in the United States, my family's in Italy. So everyone was trying to scramble over the next few days after the previous announcement to go, well, I need to get my people out of there before the travel ban comes to pass, which was what, Friday night or Saturday morning or whatever it was. So they were thinking logistically from that point of view. But the one thing, Greg said it, you know, no one really knows. No one knows how quickly this virus is going to proliferate. No one knows how much it's going to expand through the United States. So so there's this unknown that makes it difficult. As far as the, the masters goes, you know, the professional golfers, if I know them, they'll still be working on their games because tomorrow's not given, it's not grant guaranteed. And who knows? April it might be all behind us. April, it might be horrendous. Who knows? So so that's the difficult point. But suffice to say, from the international point of view, folks were thinking just about. Okay, how do I get my family over here? How do I get myself into position to be here and be on hand for the masters, which when we last checked, apart from tonight, was obviously still going ahead.
2: Yeah, I, I think the I think the big question here becomes how long does this go on? And I and I think that you know, I think I think broadly, like throughout sports, not just with golf. But then, but then in golf, how long does it af- does it affect the tour? How long does it affect uh, professional golf as a whole? And I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, do you guys have an opinion on that? I guess, I guess, so much of it is unknown. But, I mean, do you envision this being like a three month thing, a three week thing? What, what, what's your take on that, Mark?
1: Well, yeah. Okay, For, Greg, you've read. I've read. My take, real fast. I've read that this virus doesn't do well in warm condi- warm temperatures. Uh, in the United States, we're pretty close to warm temperatures now. So it's like the flu, it's sort of the flu season's gonna go away, but no one really knows for sure. Well, what I was surprised about personally, and I'm on the golf course this afternoon, and when I'm not podcasting or announcing golf, I'm also a college golf coach, right? And our team had just climbed up to number three in the national rankings after a victory and a second and a third, and my assistant coach, text me and he goes we're cancelled for the season and I text back I'm like the season that goes until may and and my instant response was isn't this a little overreach or a little too quick to the draw I can understand stand suspending things but you just call off all championships and such and go we're done that that was that was sort of strange to me because again of the unknown nature of it now I completely understand liability, and I can see where all the organizations are going. Look, we don't want blood on our hands. One person comes to a basketball arena, gets sick, and all of a sudden it's on us. I get all of that sort of stuff, and 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 the 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 liability involved. But that being said, how long ahead? Who knows? Um, I I would prefer personally, you know, temporary suspensions, and not just go well. We're done for the season, and then go from there.
3: Yeah, I think that's a really good point, Mark, especially in the game of golf. Where you're traveling around from place to place. Uh, there are chances that it gets better quicker than, you know, uh, uh, getting rid of a, an entire portion of the season or, or the rest of the season in your case. But the thing here is it, how long is it going to take? It's going to take as long as it takes, what, whatever it takes for the people in our country and uh, around the world to be healthy and to be safe. And that's why all of this has happened. That's why we've canceled because people are not safe, and everything is getting, uh, everything is getting kind of, you know, we're at such high risk. So we have to make sure. The sooner we take the steps, and this is what all the doctors are saying. This is not what I'm saying. The sooner we take the steps and and basically shut down and let the virus kind of die out, well, that's the sooner we're going to get everything resumed. So I, I think these are really uh, good progressive moves by not just the PGA tour, but all these other organizations as well.
0: So I think with the tournaments up until the masters already being canceled, I think the, the logical next question from, from a lot of golf fans is like, okay, well, you know, what, what happens next? So, um, I, I assume it's just a lot of wait and see Kyle, right? I mean, at this point there's, there's so much unknown. We talked about how fluid everything is. Uh, we're in wait and see mode. I would feel.
2: What happens next is we're just going to watch old major championship rounds and do podcasts on them and watch watch Anthony Kim make 11 birdies at the 2009 Masters. I think he was paired with Rory that year. Why
1: didn't we watch the 2015 season when Spieth was playing pretty nasty for Carville?
2: (laughs) <laughs> it will be plenty to talk about then <laughs> i would you know what i would do i would do like a five hour podcast on the final round at burtdale and in, in 2017 that so would was...
1: spend like two hours on the drop on the driving range <laughs> <Right. of
2: Christine. laughs> so okay so so two things one i thought it was really interesting that rory addressed the masters after his round on on thursday and said something along the lines of i don't know how you i don't know how you play it um I want to get this right. He said, uh, "I think if you play it, you have to do it w- without spectators." And look, I don't, I don't think like Rory necessarily knows what's going well, to happen. Patrons, but, but I,
1: it's patrons, it's patrons. Sorry,
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> but I thought it was really interesting that he sort of commented on that. And I was just texting with another player who, I kind of threw it out there of like, what about? And, and this is, I go back to what Mark said about the college golf thing, like what about postponing some of this stuff? And I get it. The logistics could be a nightmare. I, I'm, not, I'm not involved in any, in any logistics. So I might just be completely speaking out of turn. But is there a way to move some of this stuff around to where you could still have the most important things at some point in 2020? And I threw out, what if you moved it to like October? And the player that I was texting him said, I've heard other people talk about that as well. Now, is that going to happen? I, I have no idea. It, it seems like a, a crazy thing that that uh, you know f- if that would happen. But uh, I I just you know the Masters is such a special thing uh, for us for the player for everybody, and, and it's such a it's such a cool event that I hope there's some way somehow that that we're able to have it at some point at
1: all in 2020.
0: Yeah, certainly unchartered. I would rather,
1: man. I would rather them not play it like they did when they, they, they canceled for World War II than move it to October. It's a rite of spring. It's a tradition. What? Seriously, Kyle. That, the, the Augusta National, you've been there. That place is all about tradition. It is all about tradition. Everything about it reeks of tradition, and that to me is some of the allure of the place. So no, not October. The golf course won't be the same. The grasses won't be the same. Uh, no, I, I'd I'd rather we just sit for a year and, and come back next time.
2: You want to go to the Safeway Open in October instead of playing a, a Masters, a twenty twenty you know, Masters?
1: I, come, you know, I'm, pitching wine, so I'm not for red wines. I do, I do. <laughs> uh, obviously, well,
2: I, I don't, Go ahead, Kyle. No, I, I just I don't know. It, it's such a hard decision, and I you know I think I'm I'm super interested on. And I said this on HQ earlier, but like, you know, some of these some of these leagues that are like, hey, we're out for 30 days, you know, 30 days from yesterday is right around the master's time. So it, it's just it there's so many different uh, intertwined organizations in all of this that I don't envy the the folks who are in charge and, and have to make some of these decisions because uh, there, there's there's no great answer. Uh, and, and it's just, it's, it's, it's really difficult.
0: I think there's going to be news and news and news and things are going to change a million times in the next uh, couple of days, let alone in the next couple of weeks. So we'll keep you updated, but real quick on the actual players championship, they did almost complete the round today. I think there were seven guys still on the course and Greg, I think we know what happened here. I mean, Hideki gains four and a half strokes putting and tour shuts down.
3: <laughs> he, he broke it. I mean, is this the most? Is this the most wasted round of golf uh, in the history of the PGA Tour? I feel so bad for Hideki Matsuyama. The guy's—he's got to feel like he finally figured it out, and it's in one of the biggest tournaments of the year, and uh, the the carpet gets ripped out from underneath him. I, I feel sorry for him, but I understand it. It's a great—I mean, you have to do it. It's just what happened. But for Hideki personally, individually, I feel real sorry for him.
0: Yeah, Kyle, you and I were talking about the cushion that he had built up for the next three rounds on HQ, and I guess that's not – he can take that cushion home with him, I guess.
2: It's it's unfortunate that he can't transfer it somewhere else because he, he could have used that to, at some point later in the year. Take those
0: strokes with you. Well, uh, also, Mark, you were uh, looking good for the first time in quite some time in our one in Dunpool because you had quite
1: sung... some time. I had a top <laughs> five last week. You had,
0: I, I, have you passed me yet? I, I only <laughs> say that so it deflects from my I own have standings.
1: You, um, standing. Yeah.
0: You, you had Sung Uh You were probably feeling pretty good for the next couple of days, but I, I think these results are just gonna get wiped out like it never happened.
1: Well, you know what? It's okay. Uh, maybe the whole season will get wiped out, and this, this will all be a bad dream. This one in league, and done okay. <laughs> league. The, the one. And positive. I gotta say this. I gotta say this because it was fun to be out in the course with with Brooks and with Rahm and with McElroy. And i got to say this, Brooks Kepka came up to me on like 14, and we chatted briefly. And he said to me, dude, I feel so good. And I was like, huh? Because he, he was missing left a bunch. And then on 15, I'm like, what's up? And he goes, it's so good to not start this fade week right. And he goes, I'm happy we're starting the thing down the left right now, even though they're turning. And he goes, I feel good. I feel like I've gained some traction. I feel like I'm back. And he had a smile on his face, this Brooks Capka dude. And I was like, Well, good on you, man. And he goes, It's uh, I think it's 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 easy sledding from here. So so Brooks sounds like and you know, again, today a lot of misses were left, but he seemed content about it. So he said at least he knew that he was back on track.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, we'll have to uh, put that on pause for a couple of weeks. Gentlemen, uh, I appreciate you guys hopping on. This was an emergency pod. Any final words? I mean, we'll have to figure something out for the next couple of weeks. But anything else we need to talk about for tonight?
1: Yeah, can I get back to my brownie in my hotel room, bed, please? <laughs> Kyle's got one thing to keep you away from that
0: brownie first.
2: I'm incredibly grateful that our one and done got wiped out because I had Tommy Fleetwood and his uh, <laughs> 78 from Thursday.
0: <laughs> yeah. <Yikes>. I <Not> good. <laughs>
1: so bad it was
3: i'm great i'm grateful to keep webb simpson around i I have a feeling he's going to have another good week coming up soon
0: all right boys well that's the emergency pod for the players championship and the next three events being canceled on the pga tour uh that is kyle porter greg ducharme mark immelman you can get them on twitter at kyle porter cbs at mark underscore immelman at the real gfd i'm rick amon at rick run good and we'll talk to you next time